0: Facts fix everything in between. Woohoot. <laughs> oh God, I am. Um, I didn't fall asleep. Okay, start. Yeah, start time. I didn't fall asleep until like really late last night because I just couldn't fall asleep. So I like cleaned my room and did a bunch of shit. <laughs> and then, so when I woke up, I didn't wake up until like ten. My brother came into my room and he was like, Farron, you're gonna be late for school." And I was like, "I don't have any school today." I looked out the window and it was pouring rain. I'm so happy. <laughs> I really like the rain. It
1: was nice. Okay.
0: That was just my story. I thought I'd open with that. You're It's a really good story. One. Yeah. Also, at the top of my, no- my notes, I wrote episode 8. When it's not episode 8, it's episode 7. Bruh. <laughs> it was... It was a, it was a night. Okay. But I did these notes yesterday. So are you proud of me? I usually do them today.
1: I'm very proud of you. I <laughs> do my notes way too early, so I just forget what all of my shorthand is. Yeah, I just forget what it all means.
0: <laughs> Tell me to start.
1: Um yes.
0: All right. So, this story I am doing Glitches in the Matrix. Hell yeah. Which, like, the, the term refers to when, uh, people see or experience things that are, like, what happened in the Matrix movie, where it's, like, a glitch, and it's, like, you're in, like, a video game, so something fucks up, I mean, messes up, so. Come on, Baron. So, for this episode, I just compiled some personal stories that I, like, have found on the internet, uh, and most, uh most of them I got from, uh, Reddit, but... Huh it's like a bunch of stories from that so i have five stories so and i'm just gonna be directly reading them as the person wrote them so if i say i it really means them
1: how did you take notes on that then
0: i copy and pasted
1: how long did it take you (laughs)
0: Actually, I took me a while cuz there were some crap stories that, they were, that were just like so useless or I'm like it's like mm. yeah I lost my earring and I'm like that was just you being a fucking idiot bro that's <laughs> <laughs> not a glitch in the matrix that's a glitch in your brain <laughs> <laughs> and there were there's like missing ear I'm like no you dumbass <laughs> it's not a thing
1: I mean in my away. mind I immediately go it's a ghost not you're a fucking idiot and you just misplaced it but
0: yeah it's a glitch in the ghost i don't know i don't know okay the first story so the story says okay this so this literally just happened i joined this sub to tell the tale because i'm really freaking out i read the sub rules and i believe this qualifies as as a story i can tell here so here we go about 20 minutes ago my mom left the grocery store on her way out she saw a package with her name on it we live in an apartment building, and since she was already on her way out, she called my phone and asked me if I could run down and grab it for her. This happens often, oft- often, since my mom does a lot of online shopping, so that wasn't weird, but that's when things got weird. I go downstairs to, to where the package was delivered, and there was nothing. The only package that was there was for someone on the floor up from me, and it was way bigger than anything my mom would have ordered. So I knew it was just a mix-up. Then she calls me and to- tells uh, then when she called me, she told me it was a small blue Ama- Amazon package, and it a huge brown box. But I'm down here, but as I'm down there, I see this, the Amazon truck pull up in front of our, my building. The Guy gets out of the truck with only a small blue package and leaves it outside the apartment door, since he doesn't seem to have the access code.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once he leaves, I open the door, and it has my mom's name on it. Just exactly as she described. Another weird fact in the story is that packages are always delivered inside the lobby. I don't know how workers get in the building, but they always do. All of my mom's previous packages have been delivered inside. When she called me, she said the package was outside the building to the right, exactly where the guy placed it when he left. When he pulled up after, I called mo- I called my mom and she had no explanation explanation for this. I've been sitting here for ten minutes trying to figure it out. I don't know, what could it be? And um, this story qualifies for this sub. I need to write it down somewhere. <laughs> so that's weird, cause it's like she left her. uh she was her mom was like, oh, there's a package down here for me. Come get it. And she comes out here like there's nothing here, and then it happens. I just thought it was kind of freaky, cause I was like, that's a it's
1: a fortune telling number <laughs> see like right when you're when you were, uh started it was like i saw the package and then but it wasn't there immediately i go dude it's just like stolen by somebody yeah you know those people who come and like snag packages off other people's front front, front steps front i was like porches. that's just what happened you're just dumb nope yeah but then the guy pulls
0: up and he's like you hey, go bro <laughs> how do, if, when you work, live in an apartment building, how do they know the access code? Do, like, they get it?
1: Probably. There's
0: just probably how they some sort it. of, like,
1: override code or something.
0: For every single building in a city?
1: Yes. It's probably just Sounds... the same code.
0: See, I w- I am thinking that, like, maybe they, like, I have no idea. Do they just automatically know? You probably is?
1: sound really stupid to some people.
0: Yeah, if you know, like email us because I have no idea how do they just know the code how, Like they, they're always delivered like, in the lobby or whatever and they're just like sounds plausible mm-hmm. anyway okay this is story number two and it was titled I lost eight hours huh. alrighty here we go so first off I never post I'm a level headed person with a great job but this morning I woke up at 9am I looked at the clock at 9am thought I would start making breakfast and I did As I carried my breakfast down, because I work... Carried... Sorry. Let me restart. I just lost my places. First off, I never post. I'm a level-headed person with a great job. This morning, I woke up at 9 a.m. I looked at the clock at 9 a.m. Although, though... I, I thought ooh, thought I'd start making breakfast and did as I carried my breakfast upstairs because I work at home my husband walks in I asked him why is he's why is he home he's an essential worker and he says it's 5 p.m. why wouldn't he be home <laughs> I ran to the stove and t- I went over to the stove as well as I checked my phone at 5p all 5 p.m. I black little cooking what the hell happened my re- my breakfast was perfect where' all those hours go so she just Disappeared. That that's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> I just thought it, it was like it was. That was a short one, but I just thought
1: it was. I like that. It reminds me of um. What happened to Kira? Cause she she thinks she's got some sort of memory thing.
0: What did you really? tell you
1: about this? No what? She she told me that she was sitting at at her computer playing whatever video game she plays, yeah. and she finished her drink, her her um, pop, and then and she. She doesn't remember putting it into the recycling bin. Yeah. But it was just, just like, gone. I told (laughs) her she got possessed, and we got into this whole argument about whether her house was haunted or not.
0: It could be. Her house is really old. I know. It just looks old. Yeah, it could be haunted.
1: We were on this this phone call, and when she told me this, and she, um... (coughs) She goes, it's... I said, it's probably haunted. Here, your house is just haunted. You probably just got possessed or something. And she was like... She was like, no, my house isn't haunted. Like, the people who lived here before, I was like, Kira, your house is like 100 years old. She's like, no, the people who lived in here before moved out. They didn't die. So we got into this whole conversation, like, argument about it for probably like 10 minutes. Then she yeah. asks her dad and she brings the phone into her, into wherever her dad is. And she's like, dad, what happened to the people who lived in here before? And her dad goes, well, one of them died in here. And I was like, ha. <laughs> I win.
0: Yeah. they fight me <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh god that's funny okay <laughs> for my third story okay a few years ago i was living in la working the graveyard shift at a from 10 p.m to 7 a.m at a su- as a supermarket cashier while i had to- i have tons of weird stories one will always stick in my mind as unexplainable it was just after 3 a.m., and I was stocking shelves near my register at the front of the store. All the managers have left for the night... Uh, after all the managers left for the night, we would run a motion-activated doorbell sorts so we would know when someone entered or left the store if, if we were out of sight of the door. Well, I hear... I, well, I hear what... I am so sorry, that was not <laughs> English, whatsoever. over. After all the managers left that night, we would turn on a motion-activated doorbell of sorts so we would know when someone entered or left the store if we were out of sight of the door. Well, I heard this, and I poked my head around the corner to look at a guy and see... Uh, and see a guy walking in with a small cart. I figured it would be a bit till he comes to register... So I continue stocking the cereal aisles with the, the cereal aisles. I have a clear view of the front of my register. I'm fronting the shelves, AKA pulling the boxes to the front to make the shelves appear more full. I distinctly remember fronting all the cinnamon toast crunch because I decided I want to buy some after my shift. I see the guy out of the corner of my eye and I head over to help him. He has maybe 15 items and I make normal small talk bagging the items in a specific way uh, put the items in his cart and wish him a good night. I look at the clock and I see it's 3.23 a.m. I feel suddenly extremely tired and have trouble keeping my eyes open. So I close them for a few seconds then head back to the cereal aisle to try and wake myself up. When I get there, the cinnamon toast crunch boxes aren't stocked or front, fronted. I look around to see if my coworkers are playing a sick joke on me, but no one's around. I feel super freaked out, but decide to go just go with it and redo to the shelves. After I finish getting it back to the way it was, I see movement by my register and jump, because I didn't hear the doorbell, and by this point, I could pick up that sound almost anywhere in the store and rarely miss it. To my surprise, I just see the same guy. I think to myself, he must have forgotten something. Uh, I head over, and he has no bags in his cart, and the same items he just purchased have the same conversation with him almost as if I can't help it all the time while thinking this is strange in my head and wondering if he's experiencing the same thing when he leaves I look back at the clock it's 323 a.m again I'm freaked out and I have no idea what happened I've tried to rationalize it but there's but there's way too many vivid details and it makes it almost impossible to explain
1: that's yep that, so
0: that's weird. that one yeah it's like Some sort of timeline thing? I don't know. So, there are a lot of stories about like glitches in the Matrix. Some of them, like, are super stupid.
1: (laughs) Can you give us an example of a super stupid one?
0: Oh, so there was one, and I was like looking through it, and it had like a cool title, and I was, and it was like my mom went to a place she never found again, and I was like, this is cool, like, I'm gonna go look it up. So, I was like talking about this, uh, this, like, person and she's like because one time my mom and dad they just got in a fight my mom decided to go driving to cool off so then uh she goes and drives around like some back roads near my house and she finds this like this this lake that has always been there but she's never really visited mm-hmm. there's this small beach and she just walks around she says hi to the people and she leaves and then a few days later she's like i'm gonna go and find it again she she tries to find it and instead where she put them there's the construction where did it go? I'm like, they're constructing things on it. That's where it went. Dumbass. <laughs> obviously, it's just like, oh, where? That's where it went. They're building things there now. Of course, it doesn't look the same. <laughs> <sighs> I thought it was so stupid. I, I, I read it and was just like, you wasted, because it had so much detail and you wasted so much of my time. <sighs> There's another There's another one where it's just like, uh, I, like, took out my earrings and put them uh, next to my bed, and then I went to bed the next morning, I, like, got ready for school and left, I came back home, and they weren't there anymore, oh. and I was like, okay, okay but, like, Siblings? <laughs>
1: Like, what?
0: And then they're like, I found them in my jewelry box five days later. I am like, do you think oh your my... mom just put them in your jewelry your box? Your mom
1: just, like, borrowed something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what's wrong with you? Okay. Anyway. I <laughs> have uh, another one. Uh Okay. So, this is the fourth one. So. So, I still think about this a lot. I've tried making sense of it, but I'm truly at a loss. This happened in... Late November of last year, the day after Thanksgiving, my family goes all Are out. Are these
1: people American?
0: They... Yeah, this one's American. Okay. I'm pretty sure because our Thanksgiving's in October. Yeah, right?
1: they're whack Thanksgiving. It's like two weeks before December. What?
0: Yeah, bro. Uh, my family goes way out, and we always have tons of leftovers, which is awesome because I love making Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches. May sound gross to someone, but I promise it's awesome. But anyway, this afternoon, that afternoon, I decided to make one. I went to the kitchen and they walked back to my room to eat at my desk. When I sat in the chair, I took a huge bite of my sandwich, enough to make my cheese look like a hamster. Ha ha. Anyways, though, when I put my food down, I accidentally dropped my phone on the floor. So I quickly bent over to pick it up. When I, when I did, I felt like the world shook and everything went right for a split second. I sat back up and I had this splitting headache all of a sudden. It wasn't like anything I'd had before, and I'd been diagnosed with chronic migraines since grade 8. When I went to lie down, I looked at my food, and I could see, uh, I looked at my food so I could put, uh, sorry, what? When I (laughs) went to lie down, I looked at my food so I could put it away from my cat, but when I looked at it, I was so surprised. The bite I had just taken was gone. It was was a fully intact sandwich, exactly as I had it before I ate it. I wouldn't think too much of it except of this, except and assume of this and assume it was a false memory, but the, I still had the food left in my mouth when I took the original bite. I swallowed that I had left my, what I had left in my mouth and just went to lie down. I don't really know what else to do what do you think of this my breath my best friend told me about these glitches in the matrix while I was there' was just stories I had no way of explaining explaining what this is
1: that's weird
0: same thing if i had like it just was back i would have been like oh that was that i'm just dumb and for like just like imagine myself taking a bite then it's like i still have food in my mouth what the fuck
1: (laughs) i mean that doesn't sound that bad it said they took like a massive bite right
0: yeah you get an extra bite of sandwich
1: it's like a you know oh my wait you know? there's oh my god What are you doing I'm dying right now because I'm trying- There's something that keeps, like, appearing. It's part of some mythology, and it- I can't remember what it is, but it- It keeps- Horn of plenty? Maybe. I don't know. Something that, like, doesn't ever go away.
0: Lice. (laughs) Herpes. (laughs) The horn of herpes. Got him. Oh my god. I'm so funny. Okay, I have one more story. <laughs> so, uh, this story I heard on, this is me talking, this story I heard on a podcast, and that's how we drink, it's a listener story that someone sent in, volume 19, and it was always a very, like, I, 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 I was always shook by it, so I I think, spent... I think I know
1: which one you're gonna tell, and I'm pretty sure I really like this one.
0: Yeah, I spent so long just getting this, like, this story, word for word, it took me so long, because I had to listen and pause and then type, and then listen and pause and then type it, because I didn't want to get, like, what they said in, so I didn't want to just do it, have a transcript, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so this is what they said, uh, they said, like, hi at the beginning of the email, it's like, I'm here to tell you the story of my life. First, I was born, JK, now that would take me forever. I've rewritten this email like 3 times trying to shorten it down and make it somewhat a short story. But listen, life's hard. I think the first place to start with my story is during my freshman year of high school. I'm not going to go into all the paranormal stuff I saw in my house.
1: Sorry about that. Hi you got to got, hear was. that you got to hear that really nice squeal of mine. Um <laughs> Bear's iPad just died. So.
0: Yeah, well, it, I thought I was plugged into the into the the energy source, but then it wasn't plugged in, so... The
1: energy okay. source?
0: The energy source, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I'm just keeping it so I can make sure it's always plugged in, I'm just looking at the top corner. Okay, <laughs> so. uh I was... So I think the first place I should start my story is during my freshman year of high school. I'm not going to get into all the paranormal stuff, stuff I saw in my house. But let's just say it wasn't too easy to sleep by night. I had tons and tons of crazy dreams, and one day it just stopped. I don't know why or how, but it was amazing. I was so happy, and suddenly everything started to go great. I skipped the whole part about how my friends and I always talked on the phone. Uh, while we sat in bed but to summarize around seventh grade my little squad has always been very close we would Skype every night to help everyone calm down before bed before bed okay back to my main story one day one of my friends introduced me to this girl over skype he said he had this weird feeling that we'd be perfect for each other and even though she lived a couple states away he was totally right Uh, throughout the rest of high school me and this girl had a great relationship both of us had saved money throughout high school. One second. both of us had saved money throughout high school, so that we could meet each other after we graduated. It was like a dream come true as I met the all of my life for the first time. We both lost our first kiss. The first time we saw each other, we moved in together, and we both attended the University of Texas in Austin, where I was a computer science ma- major and my girlfriend was a civil engineer. Sadly, things started happening. Another thing I totally skipped to save time was how my family has this weird weird connection to aliens. Every man on my dad, on my father's side of the family, has a story about aliens. That it's every single one but me. At first, I figured I'm just too boring for them or
1: something. (laughs)
0: But boy, was I wrong. That's me. I'm just like, you know what? I don't have many friends because I'm just too boring.
1: (laughs) It was like the aliens. It's like, I'm just too bland. They're not interested in studying me.
0: When even the aliens don't want to be your friends. <laughs> <sighs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, every single man, oh, that is every single one except me. I figured maybe I was too boring for them or something, but boy was I wrong. Back to the story again. The first thing I started to notice was how when my girlfriend and I were asleep, it was dead silent. This wouldn't have bothered me, except we were living in the middle of the city. The second thing was that whenever I looked at my reflection in the mirror, it didn't ever seem quite right. Mm-hmm. I almost looked more sad than it sh- than I should have. Mm-hmm. That-, that sounds like a ghost.
1: I don't like that.
0: Yeah, like, look at your reflection. That's the one thing you can count on. Your reflection's gonna be the same, because I'm always gonna be an ugly bitch.
1: Oh, fair, and you're not ugly.
0: No, right, just a bit.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> deny it was real. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 um, uh,
0: in, uh, whenever I looked in the mirror, it was never quite right. I almost looked more sad than I should have. Fast forward a year and nothing had really changed, except for my geek. My girlfriend, I just, I wrote GF to save time, so I, I almost said GF. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend were close. Were closer than ever. I was actually ready to repost a post to her, uh, but that same day I was going to, when I looked in the mirror, my reflection wasn't just off. Uh, there was a tear rolling down its cheek. Oh, that's... I figured it was it.
1: <laughs> I don't like that.
0: <laughs> Me either, that bit of a nope no thanks
1: <laughs> nope nope
0: nope uh there was a tear rolling down his ch- cheek i figured it's a trick of the light even though i was a bit shaken then i heard the doorbell ring normally i like it when people come over but this time for some reason it gave me a feeling of dread naturally since i was in the bathroom my girlfriend decided she was go- gonna go see who it was my dread worsened as i heard the door creak open I thought about calling my girlfriend and telling her to shut the door, but I was frozen in fear. I heard a young voice ask if it could use our telephone. Those words give give me shivers down my spine. Uh. Give. Those words give me shivers down my spine. It did, however, shake it did, however, shake me enough to get me to move. Moving. Had it Sorry, I heard a young voice ask if they use our telephone. These words gave me shivers down my spine. It did, however, get also shake me enough to get me moving, heading, moving ahead. The first thing I did was fly out of my bathroom and right beside my girlfriend. Sadly, I wasn't there before she said she said sure. When I ran to the room, I felt like I was gonna die. It was the scariest thing I ever felt in my life. And right as I got into the room, one of the kids looked us in the eyes. There were black holes sucking out all the joy, happiness, and life that I had, and quickly my vision turned to black, and I passed out. I don't like black-eyed kids. Nope. I don't know if everyone knows what that is, but it's like, they're basically aliens. We'll
1: probably do them at some point.
0: Yeah. That- those always fucking freak me out, bro, though. (laughs) Kids are supposed to be innocent. I don't want them sucking the life out of me. Kids are horrible. Yeah.
1: I have a low opinion of children.
0: Children, they're
1: just... They're the worst. Yeah, they're just bad. They're needy and full of germs and just disgusting humans.
0: Germs?
1: Alright. Well, I don't know. They're like, when they're toddlers, you know, oh, yeah. they stick they everything in sticky. their mouth. They're always they have, sick.
0: They always have jammy hands, and even though there's no jam in the house. And you're like, how do you have jam on your hands? oh <laughs> Uh, and I passed out. When I woke up, I felt awful. I woke up in my bed next to my soon-to-be wife, and everything was back to normal, except one thing. Neither of us were smiling. I figured I would wait to go to the doctor. Oh, sorry. I, I figured I'd wait to repose until we both seemed a little bit less sad. And a couple of months after, we went to the doctor because we both weren't feeling good. We both had cancer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mine was testicular and my girlfriend's was breast cancer. Upon hearing this news, I looked at my girlfriend and we both burst into tears. There had had to be some some mistake. How could this happen to us? We were so young. Then I woke up. I'm writing writing about this at the end of my freshman year of high school. I recently recently talked to my friend who first introduced me to my girlfriend, but when I mentioned her name, he looked at me like I was crazy because there was no way I could have ever heard about her. Of course, that's totally what I expected. I called her and we talked and we clicked again, just like before. The only problem is she's different. And not just kind of different. The girl that used to always cheer me up and brighten my days has depression and is suicidal. I don't know what happened, but she's always talking like she's going to inevitably die soon. I want to ask her how she thinks she's going to die. She... When I asked her how she thought she was gonna die, she answered with one word that gives me chills down my spine. Cancer. That's all I got.
1: I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) That is so weird.
0: (laughs) Yep. That that story gives me uh, shivers, like, all the time, like, just goosebumps. It's... I... Yeah, it just fucks with my head, bro. I I
1: don't like that.
0: Yeah. Pretty much my reaction.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) I was, like,
0: listening to the, like, they were telling the story, and I just, like, my full body shivers, and I was like, ah! Uh, This is bad. I don't know what to do.
1: But... I mean... I mean... He had to do high school all over over again.
0: Yeah. But there was, uh, in a later episode, he emailed them again, and and he was telling them about how I, in high school now, he is taking computer science, like, at a high school level, and he's really good because, uh, like, he took it at college level, and he remembers everything.
1: That's even worse. Like Yeah, you, but, just but just he's, like,
0: getting like... really good grades now.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I was like, bro, that's...
1: Oh, that story just... Yeah. Wait, I-
0: that's- fuck. Do we have Patreon now? No. Then why do we have a bunch of emails from-
1: Okay. I got (laughs) real close to setting it up. Like, real close. Like, step four of four. Yeah? And it goes, choose the currency you're getting paid in. Friggin- I have three options. U.S. dollars, uh, European Euros, or- uh, Inc- um- English pounds. I, I can't get paid. We can't get paid in Canadian.
0: Wait, you really can't? Like, no. can paid in Canadian?
1: No, and I've tried like searching up if like, like Patreon Canadian dollars. Like, it won't do it. And it's so annoying.
0: <laughs> That's shit. Why would they do that in the beginning so you can be like, I have to.
1: I don't know. And now we get all these emails from them.
0: Yeah, because I, I like just opened it because. I don't know. I don't know why I did that, but I did. Oh, because I was, I don't even know why. Okay, it doesn't matter. But I (laughs) opened it, and it was like Kira's email, our email, some of our emails, and it's just like Patreon. And I was like,
1: what? There's like six Patreon emails. (laughs) It's so annoying. So, anyway, if you want to email, if, hold on. If you want to help us, Get actual recording equipment.
0: Wait, 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 we could. We could get paid in U.S. dollars. We could always get paid in the U.S. U.S. is, but, you, I don't know, but U.S. is worth more.
1: Yeah, but then you just, you have to convert it back to Canadian anyway. So I'm pretty sure you lose money in the thing, but whatever. No,
0: no, no, you, you just, con- you take the U.S. and convert it to Canadian.
1: Right. But anybody who wants to support us on Patreon would have to donate it in U.S. money. And then we'd have to convert it back to Canadian money.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even know how this works. I don't know why. I just I just want people to... I feel like we, we can just guilt trip Mr. Riley into giving us money. That's, right.
1: that's exactly... That's whose face I was picturing the entire time I was saying that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Riley can... He's going to be like the only one who does it. It's okay. There's just getting all lot shout outs I don't even know his Instagram we can shout out about.
1: That's weird, and we're not allowed to do that.
0: Well, it's just because we're not allowed to follow them. I don't really
1: know. Yeah, whatever. That's not until we're out of... <clears throat> See, I'm, I'm gonna... Yeah. At school? Yeah, go. <laughs> um, anyway, email us if you would like to support us and are willing to pay us in U.S. money.
0: Yeah, do it, guys. <laughs> 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 okay, I will hear your story.
1: Okay, so... We had this argument last week um, and you're yeah. a very kind soul so you let me do it. I'm doing the Mary Celeste.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Mostly because I didn't want to do the notes on it because it's long and very interesting I didn't want to be shit at it.
1: I just watched a 12 minute video. It took me like two and a half hours because there's so much information in the video.
0: Oh really? Yeah. That's long.
1: Like dates and like there's like the, the last five minutes is all just like theories on what happened and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. So the Mary Celeste was built in 1861 in Nova Scotia, and it was originally named the Amazon.
0: Yeah. It's Canadian. Canada. Yes, it is, sir. So obviously proud. that means it's best.
1: Obviously, it's better than the It's Fuck
0: America. <laughs> Just kidding, not not really though.
1: Okay, (laughs) the the type of uh, ship it was called a brigadine, brigadine, brigadine. I don't freaking know. I took these notes on Monday, um, (laughs) (laughs) which is a two-masted wooden sailing ship. Uh, Its first voyage, uh, the the crew said it like seemed cursed. Um, The captain had coughing. Halfway through the voyage, the captain started coughing, had shortness of breath, and a fever. Oh, that's not good. No. And every time he would yell orders, um, he would go into a coughing fit. Uh, Uh Rumors started spreading around the boat that he was coughing up bloody mucus, which is just delicious. Um, That's gross. During the voyage, the captain died of pneumonia.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? He's just like... Now he's dead.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's like he got sick and then he just died. On the boat.
0: Sounds, sounds good, you know? Yep. Yeah. Exactly, he had corona.
1: He had pneumonia, but okay.
0: That's just they say. Right.
1: Just kidding. My brother had pneumonia a couple of years ago. Oh. I'm gonna ask him if he's coughing up bloody mucus now.
0: Anyway. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: This gonna go with no. <laughs> mm, pass. <laughs> Maybe I won't. No, I'm going to, and then there's gonna be an update next episode. I'm betting on no, though.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so in
1: 1867, uh, the uh, the ship ran aground in Cal Bay, Nova Scotia, and the hull was cracked and splintered, and it was brought. Brought to a shipyard for repairs. Uh, not long after, it collided with another vessel in the English Channel. Oh. Yes.
0: That's not good,
1: it's just- It's like determined to die. Yeah, bro. Huh. Huh. (laughs) It's just like, the captain dies on its first voyage and then the boat is determined to die.
0: Yeah, it's just like, okay, you know what, my captain's dead, fucking commit suicide. But it's,
1: it's, it's like, you know where it's like the captain always goes down with its ship? Except in reverse.
0: The ship's coming down with the captain.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Sounds good. So, after the boat crashed, like, three times, the owners were fed up with this cursed ship. Yeah, Uh, so like, So, so they sold it to an American named Richard W. Haynes. Um... Who renamed it the Mary Celeste? Uh, oh. He made several ta- changes to it so it remained seaworthy. Um, nice. Eventually, Haynes sold the Mary Celeste and to a captain named Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs. Oh. What?
0: Sounds legit.
1: It's <laughs> a great name.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's like.
1: In, on November 7th, 1872, um, the Mary Celeste set sail from New York Harbor bound for Genoa, Italy, with a crew of ten, including Benj- uh, Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his wife, and his daughter Sophia, and seven crewmen. Uh, oh. it was carrying a cargo of 1,700 barrels of crude alcohol for transport to Europe.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: (laughs) so it's like I'm pretty sure you mentioned crude alcohol last episode. Yeah, it's like un uh, whatever it's called. Um,
0: Untreated or something. Yeah, un virginized alcohol. So I
1: don't
0: know. It's not that. It's it's
1: like it's like if you drink it, there's a possibility you'll just freaking go blind. It's great.
0: No, that's what alcohol. Different. That's a different thing. Uh, crude alcohol is like un. It, it, it'll just poison you. You'll
1: die. Great. Anyway. Yeah. They can't. The crew can't drink it. No, <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 you can't drink it. You're gonna die. No, it's so. not a good
1: idea to drink that stuff. So, uh, the Mary Celeste sailed across the Atlantic according to the ship's logs um, and, like, nothing had gone wrong. On December 4th, 1872, the Mary Celeste was found floating off the coast of the azores islands approximately 930 miles west of portugal all 10 members of the crew had disappeared Uh it was spotted by the british by a british vessel cap uh nope it was spotted (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: it was spotted by it nope
1: nope (laughs) it was spotted by a british vessel called the de grotta um which was captained by david morehouse Mar- Marhaus said it seemed to be sailing aimlessly and erratically through the waters. Uh, the oh, De- that's like
0: me, aimless and erratic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the De Gratia maneuvered close enough to this seemingly abandoned ship, ship that Morehouse and some of his men could board her. Um, it was hella quiet on this boat. Uh Um, and all they could hear was the occasional creaking floorboard or a seabird. Um. Yeah. And, like, other than that, it was, like, completely dead silent. (sighs) Huh. That's,
0: that's not good.
1: (laughs) That'd be so creepy.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. just,
1: like. Um. No other living souls were on board. Uh, the most unusual. Living souls? Were there dead people? I don't. No, no, there weren't. There's they couldn't oh. find anybody.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> they dead people.
0: We were like, there's no living souls. So maybe there's dead
1: souls. Hmm. I think living souls refers to bodies in any form. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on, <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> um, the most unusual thing was not that the crew had all vanished. Uh. Mm-hmm. But it seemed that all of the cargo was there and intact. Um. Oh. Also, like, all of the nav- navigational instruments were still operational on the ship. Eyewitnesses stated that there were a few broken caskets of alcohol, a single missing lifeboat, and a frayed rope trailing behind the ship.
0: Which is- From the lifeboat or just because it was there? What? Was, like, the frayed- frayed thing. Was it like from where they dropped the lifeboat? Isn't that a thing
1: No, I th- I th- think it's then? like tied to the back of the ship. Oh, um, okay. I just I just think it's <gasps> funny that like what like eyewitnesses state that there were few there were a few broken caskets of alcohol. And just before that I said there's like all of the cargo was intact. Intact. <laughs> well it's
0: all there even if it's broken.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what that mean, what, what's the difference? Whatever. It's <laughs> You're gonna blame the video I used and not my own lack of attention to that detail. Yeah. <laughs> um there was three point three point five okay. There were three and a half feet of water at the bottom of the ship because uh there was a broken water pump. Oh. Um Oh
0: well then. That is not good. Gonna uh,
1: uh, drowned what
0: (laughs) I was like it's not good you're gonna drown I'm gonna drown in my boat in the middle of the sea
1: in three and a half feet of water
0: yes sir I um you know can't swim
1: it doesn't matter you're five and a half feet tall
0: I'm more than five and a half feet tall excuse you I am taller than my entire family
1: are you taller than me
0: And now we're
1: the same height. Kira's taller than me, I think.
0: That's because Kira's a giant.
1: That's because her dad is, like, 6'7". Yeah,
0: bro, that's a tall bitch.
1: (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, there was absolutely no life aboard the Mary Celeste when the crew of the De Gratia spotted it. Uh, documents recovered from the ship provide evidence that the Mary Celeste had been drifting around for 11 days um the last entry was on November 25th 1872 and it says that they had spotted land oh yay (laughs) mhm they're close mm, there was still food and water on the ship and it seemed as if nothing had been touched
0: oh but weren't they sailing around for a long time
1: yeah So they're all drowning. It was great fun. Uh, Yep. Uh, there, there were no clues left behind that pointed the fates of the ten people aboard the Mary Celeste. Some of the men of the De Gratia stayed on board, and the two ships returned to mainland Europe. Mm -hmm. When they got there, Morehouse contacted Frederick Solly Flood, an attorney general in (laughs) London. I'm sorry. What? (laughs)
0: Flood?
1: solly flood
0: see all these names sound so made up there was the other captain he's like
1: benjamin spooner briggs
0: Spoon- yeah this just sounds fake i don't know okay sorry keep going <laughs>
1: um when they got to mainland europe morehouse contacted frederick solly flood an attorney general in london because under the maritime maritime law, any derelict ship, ship must be examined before the salvagers could claim it as their property to ensure that no foul play was involved before or during the discovery of the abandoned ships. Yeah. Um, so it's just to make sure they just didn't, like, kill everybody. Um, without, uh, throughout... Not without. Oh my god. I'm such an idiot. Uh, Throughout the investigation, Morehouse and his crew... Oh, psych! I should probably read the entire bullet point before I randomly assume that I'm just an idiot. (laughs) Before I randomly assume. (laughs) Uh, So, without the investigation, Morehouse and his crew could not collect insurance money or do anything with the ship's cargo. So, yeah. That's good, Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frederick. Solly Flood launched an investigation that took three months and a number of- And it took three months and a number of interviews before he concluded that there had been no foul play on the part of the DeGratia crew. And, uh, the crew received insurance payment, but it was not the full amount, which- Oh, why not? Uh, because- So- which seems like maybe Frederick Solly Flood was not entirely sure of their innocence, but he couldn't prove anything, so he had to give it to yes. him. Yeah. He um, just got
0: a little, little nice, yeah, a little
1: less. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many theories about what happened to the crew of the Mary Celeste, um, but there's no conclusive evidence to prove that any one of these theories is correct. So. Alright. Let's talk about these theories. Yeah. I'm... I really love some of these. <laughs> okay, when I when I wrote this, I wrote theories as like a subtitle, and then every bullet point was one of the theories. Yeah. And then I had like little dashes if I had to add to the theory. Anyway, the first one just says, sea monster ate them all.
0: Yes, I... That's my, that's the one I'm going with right now. That
1: yeah, one has none evidence at all. Uh, excuse like, you, no. What do you mean? The sea monster
0: obviously drank all the alcohol and was drunk and killed everyone.
1: But but why the rope? <laughs> Just um, like
0: because at first they tried to leash it and drag it behind them. Plausible. No, no. no. They, they chucked a lasso <laughs> around its.
1: its... No, wait. It's a they chucked a. They chucked a lasso around its neck, and to try to see if it could pull them faster towards the land. That's what Backwards, happened. Backwards,
0: you though. <laughs> Actually, I think it's
1: just a drunken oh. sea, uh, A drunken pet sea monster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um- Loch Ness's brother. Hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, there's that theory. Um, another theory is that pirates, uh, captured- Slash killed all the members of the crew. And stole <laughs> a lifeboat and a water pump. And they just, like, randomly left the alcohol in the ship-
0: yeah, if Parts of the Caribbean has taught me anything, they would have drink it at all.
1: Would have died.
0: Well sure, but they then they would they still would have tried to drink it all because they're pirates.
1: Arr, Arr. <laughs> a pirate favorite letter. This, there's this video of Ronan when he's when he's really little. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's like three max. And he um He's dressed up like a pirate and he's got this hook and he's got his hat and he's got his eye patch on. And uh-huh. my mom's taking a video of him and he's like, he's pretending to be a pirate, but he can't really talk yet because he's a toddler. So he's going, yeah. R, BAITY! <laughs> 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 it's
0: so funny. There was this video of me when I was like, um, four or five. And I just, like, randomly sitting at, like, at my 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 computer, like, my mom's computer, and had, like, uh, what was it called? Photo booth. And I was, like, making a video of me going, like, why doesn't anyone understand me? I just want a pig. And then I start singing this song. And it's just, I want a pig, 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 pig. I want a pig. And I'm, <laughs> like, oh, it's so dumb. I look so stupid.
1: <laughs> How old were you?
0: Oh, uh, like, four, I think. My brother was, like, in the bathroom background. You can hear him go, I want eggies. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was just so funny. And my mom found it recently because it was on, like, her Facebook. This is what happened this many years ago. Right. Like, on this day. And my mom showed it to me, and I was like, oh, my God.
1: That's my, so weird. My mom's going through these bins of stuff. Um, from when we were really little, and she found this list that Caleb made about things that he hates about every one of his family members. So, my mom and my dad, and me and Ronan. Uh huh. <laughs> my mom and my dad's list are like super short. It's like, like they're they, like the main point is like they have money or something like that i don't (laughs) (laughs) exactly and then Ronan's is like i can't even remember it's like he gets away with stuff just because he's the youngest or something like that yeah and then there's my like the all of their lists are like three things and then there's my list and it takes up two sides of a page two sides (laughs)
0: sister? Where do I
1: start? It's so funny. Oh, that's hilarious.
0: (laughs) How big is the writing now? Are there, like, four things?
1: His writing is actually decently small. He was, like, eight when he did it, so. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He was a smart kid, so.
0: Oh, yes, what a smart kid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to this story. Um... Sir Arthur Conan Doyle wrote a story trying to explain what happened, Um, and his theory, I guess, is that a vengeful ex-slave of one of the uh, crewmen, or the captain, uh, snuck aboard and killed all of of the passengers and threw their corpses overboard, and then he stole a lifeboat and rowed away into the sunset.
0: I like the sunset part. I know. <laughs> bougie. Let's do it. I still think the sea, the drunken pet sea monster is the culprit,
1: but, like, we'll see. I like that. Uh, cap, uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, another theory is that, um, below decks, one of the barrels cracked that was holding the alcohol. Uh-huh. So, and the captain smelled the fumes, so he ordered everybody to abandon the ship, um, yeah. because the fumes can be deadly and it closed off hull of the ship if inhaled, um, and it's like, could Yeah, explode. it could kill them. Yeah. Oh, blow up. Yeah. yeah. Big boom. Uh, so they all got into a lifeboat, and they tied themselves to the ship, which would be why the rope was, uh, trailing behind the ship. Um, yeah. and they all just kind of trailed behind. Uh, yeah. and they, their, their thought was that, once the fumes is dispersed then they could uh reboard the ship uh yeah. d- due to bad weather or poor integrity of the rope uh the rope snapped and yeah. um the lifeboat drifted it- drifted into the atlantic never to be seen again ah
0: uh, yes i think that's also plausible. it's like it could yeah have i think
1: that one's one of the most plausible yeah it's like they tried to get theories. everyone off so they're like yeah um <laughs> So another theory is that everybody went stir crazy on the boat cuz they'd only seen like the same nine people for like a long time. Yeah. Uh so to get out of their like stir craziness, they drank some of the al- alcohol even though there's a risk that it could make them blind.
0: Yeah, um, they're just like just in case it doesn't, I'll drink.
1: <laughs> and then uh they all these all these crewmen were drunk and they mutinied against their captain. Oh, uh, And they just kind of, like, tied him in the bottom. I don't know. Uh, oh. So eventually, the whoever took over saw land, and um, they, he ordered that they went aboard the lifeboat um, so they could row in or something. Um, yeah. And they got swept out to sea by the currents. I don't like that theory. That yeah, it's dumb. so mean. <laughs> um, I also feel like
0: if they're, like, seasoned uh, semen, like, they, they've been on many, like, they're, they're not, like, new crew members, they would not get stir-crazy easily.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense. Um, so, the most likely reason, um, was thought up by Anne McGregor, who's an, um, investigator who created the Smithsonian documentary called The True (laughs) Story of the Mary Celeste, um so they uh she thinks that it was most likely due to a miscalculation in navigation. Yeah. Um using the ship's log and computer modeling of currents during the time of the Mar- Mary Celeste, uh they yeah. they reconstructed the voyage. Yeah. Um and if their calculations were correct, the Mary Celeste was actually 120 miles off the course when the ship was abandoned. Oh. Um. Which, like, could've led to mistakes that cost the crew their lives. Um. They claimed oh. that, uh, many problems could've happened at the same time. Uh. One being the, the- one of the water pumps, uh, stopped working, which would explain the broken water pump. And the three yeah. feet of water. Um. So it needed to be taken apart and fixed. Uh. They realized they were nowhere near where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Um because like the map, maps and charts had misled, um, misled the decisions of the captain, uh, yeah. and bad weather could have caused the ship to take on water. Yeah. Uh, and without the pumps, they abandoned the ship, because uh, they were worried it would sink. Yeah. Um, the, so they got on the lifeboat and, uh, they just never, never reached land
0: oh so they just died apparently they're all dying they never just like they never just,
1: just there's missing. no no because they died Baron. yeah <laughs> if they had reached land we wouldn't be theorizing about what happened
0: but maybe they they just disappeared because the sea monster I
1: but they know. still died <laughs> this happened in the 1800s
0: well they're dead now yes because maybe they didn't die in that exact moment
1: well no, they would have starved to death or dehydrated okay, fine. <laughs> or drowned. Anyway, um so the ship was sold again um and it sailed for 12 more years uh until it was deliberately run aground by Captain GC Parker in 1885. Um, oh. he steered it into a reef near the near Haiti as a plot to get insurance money. Yeah. Um. And like, people trying to justify why he did this other than the insurance money was like, uh, they were thinking that ghosts of the uh, first captain and maybe the the crewmen, yeah, uh, had told had told J. C. Parker to crash it so that nobody else would get hurt in the boat. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, the ship was damaged, but it did not sink and it is it was left to deteriorate to deteriorate in the Haitian reef. And oh, I'm pretty sure. Like, you know what it
0: crashed? This is where it goes.
1: I'm pretty sure you can go look at like the remains of it.
0: Yeah. Possibly. Oh, really? That's cool.
1: Yeah. Don't quote me on that cuz I I don't know, but I'm I'm pretty sure you can.
0: That's cool. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's the story of the Mary Celeste.
0: Woo! I'm clapping for you. Thank you. That's really cool. Just, like, I really like, so, I, when I used, when, like, we used to live with my grandma, with my dad, whenever we watched TV together, we watched, like, a bunch of those conspiracy theories things. Mm -hmm. Like, things about Oak Island and... Uh, sunken ships and stuff and I just what, what's really the cool. thing
1: with Oak Island cause Ronan was obsessed with this TV show about it for a while last yeah, year yeah
0: it's like, like Oak, on Oak Island there used to be like a settler there and there are a bunch of notes about how he left um like a bunch of gold on the island oh and so everyone's obsessed treasure hunters are obsessed with trying to find the gold cause it's worth, it's, like, worth a lot of money and it's very historical and stuff hmm yeah. I don't know if everything ever happened with it, but we my but...
1: hmm
0: Yeah, but that's always really interesting to me, so thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we did a little bit better with that one.
0: Yeah, we're funny this time. <laughs> we're funny this time.
1: Okay, wait. I wrote down all of our contact information, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, you can do it.
1: Maybe I didn't. Fart. Oh, no, wait, I found it. Okay. So. <clears throat> just a second.
0: I can do it faster No, no, no,
1: I'll this. do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I just needed to, like, sneeze or something and went away. Um, so, you uh. can... Hmm? You can... You sure you got it? Yes! <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram at FF and everything in between. And you can follow my personal account at Carly Favelle. Um you can email us at ff and everything in between at gmail.com the end in both the Instagram account and the email account are um of the word not the symbol uh you can listen to our podcast on Podbean maybe I don't know I don't know. anyway forget it um <laughs> so you can listen to our Podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Google Play Music Podcast. Yeah. Freaking don't know that what it's called. good. Anyway, yeah. So, thank you for listening. Um, We hope you enjoyed it a little bit more than last week.
0: Did we all not enjoy it last week? I, I don't know. In
1: good. my opinion, we did garbage last week.
0: Uh, thanks.
1: Not you, just me, cause I did the <laughs> no, Flannan no, no. Isles last week, right?
0: No, it, yeah, it was good though. I thought it was. I liked that story.
1: Right, but I just don't think I did it justice. I think I could I have don't. done it better if I was more awake.
0: More
1: awake? I, I swear I was like zoned out.
0: That's okay. I thought it was good.
1: Thank you. Your yours is You're the only welcome. opinion I care about.
0: <laughs> I know. That's the only way you should care about my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, bye. Bye.